In business, Deloitte sees two approaches to innovation. People who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible, and people who use cloud to engineer it. Creating new revenue with industry cloud platforms, optimizing costs through multi-cloud adoption, and adopting technologies from AI to edge. Join the innovators. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and get the end-to-end services you need to get the cloud value you expect. Deloitte. You're listening to One-on-One with DP. Brought to you by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back one-on-one on a Friday again. Happy Friday, everybody. The keywords are what's up? <laughs> Hit me. Hit me. <laughs> Taylor says, what's up, DP, man? Good to see you. Have a good weekend. Uh, all that stuff. Uh, what's up, DP from Paul? Uh, what happens around here if the Huskers lose Saturday? Look, don't lose Saturday. That's what that's what happens on around here. Don't lose Saturday. Don't lose. There, there are too many people that function on 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 losing. Don't lose. Like you can fix a whole lot of problems. Fix a whole lot of problems over winning games. And the people who are accountable for it, you know, hey, get it done. Get it done. Don't make excuses. I'm I'm not an excuse dude, so let's stop doing it. Let's stop doing it. Figure out a way. That's for everything. Figure out a way. Now, you can't win every game, but you know what? There are games that you need to win. Remember the key phrase is what's up. If you want your text read, hit me with a what's up, DP, and I'll read it. Uh, we got an anonymous text just saying what's up, DP. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Kelsey, as you said, uh, as, as he just said, you should do a teammates event in January before the one, one of the Husker basketball games. I think we'll do several of them. All right? Simple deal. Uh, Jeff said, what's up, DP? Good for you for getting the boost or trusting the experts. Yeah, I like experts. Experts are cool. <laughs> experts, experts experts, are cool. You know, stop pun- punching up at experts. <laughs> Punch up, bro. Simple biz. Good stuff. Uh, from the text line, what's up, DP? I've always been interested in being part of this program, but I have four kids and I didn't think I would have the time to do it. Listening to Des Moines talk about it being something to do during lunch hour makes me realize that I do have time to do it. Thank you. Please register. RJ, please register and let me know that you register. And um, I'll, I'll, I'll set aside some desserts for you and you and the family for this weekend. How about that? Uh, Brian T., what's up, DP? I really want to know who has the best entrance music ever. Wow, that's tough. That's such a good question. That's such a good question. So when I was in Utah, when I was in Salt Lake City, um, my entrance music was uh, Jeff Hardy's thump beat, right? That that Jeff that Hardy Hardy Boys beat. Um, but me particular, my favorite is not one of other people's favorites. My favorite is D'Lo Brown. D'Lo Brown has the best entry music for any wrestler. For me, because that's the one, because whenever I hear it, I walk the way he walked when he would come through the curtain. <laughs> I think that's pretty easy. Uh, ben says, what's up, DP? Tupac or Biggie? I am an East Coast guy. So Tupac was the better poet. Biggie was the better MC. That makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Uh, what's up, DP? You guys get, ever get the Nebraska football posters? I dropped off a couple of weeks ago. Um, Nick, did we get posters dropped off? If we did, I am unaware. I will check on that for you. And if you did that, thank you. That's amazingly kind and wonderful of you to do that. Uh, Kelsey, we're going to have a VIP uh, board members meeting next week. So we'll we'll have more details to all that. Um, so there's that. Uh, what's up, DP? If Nebraska loses Saturday, is it time to focus on getting younger guys playing time and some experience for next year, particularly Logan's mothers? Um, here's the thing about looking forward. If you've handled your business for the season, if you've handled your business for a season, then you can look forward. But if you have not handled your business for the season, then you really do need to finish your business, handle your business. Do they know enough about, I think, and, 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 and to be honest, there is a time for coaches to get some film and some, some reality on what you have in, next year in the cupboard, but, and that happens. That's going to happen, or it should happen. But that's not until you've done the business and the bidding at hand. So are you accomplishing those things, and then can you look forward? So accomplish your, handle your business, and then look forward. Fair? Uh, yeah, there's that. What's up, DP? Um, these are some good, pretty good questions. You guys are on fire today. That's, that's really good. Um, yeah, that's good. What's up, DP? Dan says. Dan, how you doing, brother? Uh, when are you going to have an hour-long wrestling talk show? So soon. <laughs> so soon. Like, I am privately accumulating wrestlers. Um, I grew up with, with uh, Mark Canterbury, who uh, was Henry O. Godwin. I'm friends with, you know, tons of wrestlers. Um, usually, especially old school wrestlers. Uh, the current wrestlers are a little bit easier to get now. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like that's having an old school, like just talking about matches. Like we did just, okay, I'll give you a little preview. So we, (laughs) I had, I did a, I did a show, I did a podcast for somebody who was talking, they were talking wrestling and they wanted to come up with. So they did the, the the entrance songs, so the five best, and of course they, you know, Edge is one. Um, they tried to put Rock into it, and I said, you can't because it's not really the music. It's just the fact that Rock is saying what he's saying. I fall in line with, like, uh, Degenerex. I have to be careful to exclude the Kid Rock stuff with, like, Undertaker, where they used known songs. If you're using Rage Against the Machine, I can't really count it. Um so we went through that discussion, and then we tried to get through that if there's a Mount Rushmore of wrestlers, who would be on the Mount Rushmore? And I was like, oh, boy, okay. And literally, this is a two-hour podcast, and it was amazing because, like, in my mind, I had my five, but everybody who's a wrestling fan has their, 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 their Mount Rushmore. Um, and then the question came down to, would you include The Rock on a wrestling Mount Rushmore, and so that was that was kind of the debate detour. The fork in the road was: Do you consider the Rock? Like you can put there are people that say Husk, like Hogan should be on the Mount Rushmore, but Hogan is an awful wrestler, so you probably couldn't do that. So yes, I could do a one-hour show once a week, and it would be fun. So just I'm working on it. I'm working on it. 
Uh, Bright D said, that's how he walked into the arena the other night. Walked right by me like, is that D-Lo or DP? <laughs> if, you, like, if, you're, if you're a fan, just, just sit back, go and find D-Lo Brown's entrance, and he walks with, like, he's just swinging his huge oversized head from side to side, and he's walking like he's a man's man. Like, just, he's walking through. And it's a pretty good beat. So that's where that comes from. Um, next time, Brian, just hit me with a what's up, DP, and I'll, I'll handle the business. Um, uh, what up, DP? Did the WWF peak uh, with the Hell in a Cell match between Mankind and The Undertaker? It didn't peak there, but it certainly is at the apex. Because it was everything that that – wrestling entertainment would be and what people were willing to do to put on a good show. Like it was all those things in one place. Plus you had somebody, mankind was willing to Mick Foley was willing to do those things. And the undertaker, look, he responded because he almost killed a man in, in the match and had to continue with the performance. <laughs> like if you throw a dude from, from, from two stories and he hits a table and you're not sure. And then that dude gets up off the, 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 the EMT, roller <laughs> and marches back to, into the cage with a piece of his tooth hanging through his nose. Yeah. They committed to the performance. Like that's, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, it's super fly on your, no snooker does not make the Mount Rushmore. He does not. Um, can you get the showstopper? Yeah. So here's, I've done several one-on-ones with Shawn Michaels. And I've gotten both, uh, like, young, young Shawn Michaels, who was a bit of a party boy and a brat. <laughs> what are you doing, Nick? Let me, let me explain that. So I was clipping Des Moines Adams, uh-huh. and I went to go Google something, uh-huh. and it was still on YouTube. There and the you next go. YouTube video okay. just automatically played. There but go, go check out Des Moines uh, Adams on Twitter. Yeah, so you posted it. I, it's on Twitter, Did yes. you tag me in it? I sure did. Thank you, Kyle, Yes, sir. so See, that's... You're an ace. Well I just done. wanted to explain why YouTube just automatically there will, played there. will be there. extra cake for you. <laughs> like I need it. <laughs> we all do. Um, yeah, so Sean, Sean's a huge basketball fan. So he's a Spurs fan um, for basketball, huge football fan. And he and I broke down the Spurs offense one night on a, on a, on a one-on-one wrestling show. And it, it might have been one of the best interviews he's ever done. Uh Sean now is a businessman. So Sean will talk to you about wrestling business anytime you want. You just have to fit it within his schedule. And fortunately enough, three o'clock in the afternoon opens up a lot of wrestlers, (laughs) but I'm trying to keep that mainly Huskers and such. Um, But eh, for a late night, maybe Uh, speaking of Titus O'Neill, Titus O'Neill is a really good football player, super good football player. So, you know, uh, let me address something on the text line because I'm really that guy. So Dustin sends in a text and he says, it's all fake. If anything, MMA Dustin. Uh, why? Why is that text necessary? If you want us, you want me to talk MMA? We talk, we bring in MMA folks all the time. Like we do that. That's what we do. So, but the, 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 like the fake thing, why, why would like, why is that even necessary? Um, Ray says, what's up DP? I'm 53. I still play softball. Wouldn't say I'm athletic at all, but I love to compete. 
I also coach select softball for a group of girls from 10 years old until they aged out. Don't hate me. I work for free. No hate there at all. Two years later, I still get the occasional, hey, coach, you free for lunch. So I feel I did something right. Anyway, my question to you is, what hurts you more losing as a player, as a coach? First of all, Ray, thank you for all the lives that you affected, right? Um, because that's why. Like, you're in it for the outcome and not the income. Like, that's that's the essence of coaching, right? That's the essence of it. So, yes, I love those 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 calls and texts. Hey, coach, let's get together for lunch. Um, those are appreciated. It's good stuff. Um, what hurts more? Losing as a coach because I feel like I let my family down, my family being my team. As a player, there are things I can control what I do. As a coach, I'm responsible for people under my charge. And if we, 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 the old saying is either win or learn. Well, if, if we don't get a victory, then I have, I've, there were lessons in that that I need to take and get to. So when I'm done, after the loss, uh, and, and I have this rule that my players need for me to love them more after a loss than they do after a win. After a win, everybody loves them. After a loss, they need me. And so I feel that way because I take responsibility for it. And then my promise is that we will never get beaten the same way twice. Right? You can be more talented than we are, but you cannot be smarter or more prepared than we are. There's a difference. There's a difference. And so if we lose a game because of a thing that we haven't fixed, that's on me. If we lose it because we all learn something new or we have to get smarter about something, that's what coaching is in its purest, best aesthetic. That's the best part of it. Um, so there's that. Um, uh, Texas says, Mr. Wrestling 2 and Bob Backlund have to be on the list. <laughs> That's amazing. That's an amazing get. So, Mr. Wrestling 2 wore a mask. He was, in, he was from Georgia. His name was Tim Woods. So, they had a couple of Mr. Wrestlings, right? But Mr. Wrestling 2 was one that literally, he looked like your uncle when he was young. Like, but when he was still wrestling, he looked like your uncle. So, you know the uncle that works he works with his hands and he chops wood in the back and he's really good with a saw well mr mr wrestling too was if you're that guy your uncle then privately would sneak off and put on a white mask and go beat up people at night like <laughs> and he had he had two things that distinguished him I mean, well, three things. He had the mat. He had a mask. He had a white mask with a, with a black face on it. So around the face, it was black. So that was one. The other thing he would do is he would do. So you know how you do your shoulder roll. Mister Wrestling Two used the shoulder roll, but he used it every time he was about to punch somebody. He would roll his shoulders like it was pretty cool. And then it's so funny. Like he had everybody's got to finish you move. Well, Mister Wrestling Two had the. It really was the most basic of finishing moves in the history of wrestling. He would just catch the guy while he was down, and then he would run towards him and hit him with his knee, and the guy would would fall over, and he would pin him. <laughs> I loved him. It was like, oh, it's Uncle Mr. Wrestling, too. <laughs> 
And then he knew he's going to be out back drinking beers. So, <laughs> like, with that, that's how that was. Um, yeah, ADP, my uncle looked like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That's a great, oh, yeah, you got to do, like, you got to do the full, yeah, that's him. <laughs> Doesn't he look like your uncle? Like, your uncle just literally put on a mask and went to the wrestling ring and they let him in. Like, that, <laughs> that's, like, he didn't have the best body. He didn't have, like, he wasn't tall. He was very short. I think he was like five, six or something. Um, but he would go and beat up giants and that was pretty amazing. Uh, prayers up for Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He had an emergency surgery this week and not doing well at all. As a matter of fact, they had a video of him at the hospital. It's not going well. So a lot of stuff to take care of. Um, we'll chat. We'll, you know, we'll look, it's Friday. We'll have some fun. Uh, we'll finish one-on-one when we come back. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to one-on-one with DP on 93.7, the ticket and the ticket FM.com.